This is Harrison Kim, and you're listening to Working With People by PaveStep. The Working With People podcast is for executives, managers, and people leaders. We bring people experts together to provide you with relevant content on how to think about and manage your most important asset, your talent. We have Anissa here with us today. How are you? I'm doing well, Harrison. How are you? I am great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2022. Off to a great start, right? With Omicron. (laughs) I keep saying 2021. Where are you calling in from today? I am calling in from Pasadena, California. So uh, we just had the Rose Parade down here. So we are recovering from that. Uh, That Mm. seems to be the focus of uh, the United States and some other countries uh, during on the first of the year, which is really funny because we're a quiet little suburb. And so it's really (laughs) weird to see your running route suddenly on national television. So yeah, it's been great though. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, today we're going to be talking about modern or modernized HR. Um, But before we do that, tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah. So I have 25 years of experience in HR, IT, finance, and strategy. um, And I have my own firm. Uh, We are a strategic HR um, advisory services firm. And what we do is we provide fractional chief people officer services to emerging growth and middle market companies. We also do coaching for HR leaders that have a lot of potential and are trying to make that transition to more of a modern HR mindset. And then we do content. So I have a book, which I'll talk about in a bit. And um, I, I do video courses that help HR practitioners really develop more of that business acumen and able to develop strategies that impact business results. Um, Prior to starting my own firm seven years ago, I was a a Fortune 500 global talent executive where I was responsible for hiring um, 20,000 people in 150 countries and working on internal talent initiatives that drive business results. Awesome. Awesome. So let's get right to it. So how do you define modern HR? Like, what do you mean by that? Obviously, I think you know, some of the audience may have heard of the agile and all of these different things that have come up over the last, you know, several years, but, you know, how do you define it? So I define modern HR as focused on creating, on growing revenue and creating a place where people love to work. And so when you, when, when HR focuses on those initiatives, it actually attracts investment versus I think traditionally HR it has been viewed as a cost center that's predominantly focused on compliance. Mm-hmm. And I think when you are a cost center that is traditionally focused on compliance and you're relying on anecdotes and you know I think often HR is viewed as that person that runs into the CEO's office and says, we have to do this or we're gonna get sued. When you do that, <laughs> you tend to be um, a target for continual cost reductions um, and, and, you know, really looking, the, you know, the, the leadership team starts to look at you as, okay, how can we just get more efficient? Because it's not something that we want to continue to invest in, right? Because it's not bringing us those business results. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So you talked a little bit about the cost center versus kind of the investment area or revenue growth or, um, you know, that kind of driver or mindset for HR. So let's dig in a little bit deeper on that. Like, how is it, how is the modern HR different from a traditional HR if you were to kind of think about it from the you know, CEO or COO's perspective? 
Yeah, so um, I think it's a great question. So HR is focused on the business strategy and goals, and they look at it from four different areas, from a culture perspective, from an organizational perspective, from a people perspective, and a rewards perspective. So they, they move away from these silos of you know, um, HRIS and payroll and benefits, and they really move to thinking about their, the function from these four areas. And what HR does at that point is it builds programs and practices that are aligned to drive business results, right? It talks about, it, it focuses on creating a very unique employee experience, which amplifies the strengths of the company and really gives it like a differentiated feel from any other company that you work at. Um, it, it also starts to become very data-driven. I think traditionally HR has relied on anecdotes and I think modern HR really takes advantage of analytics, real-time engagement metrics to help you figure out what you need to be doing at this particular time. But I think the biggest thing is it's continually aligned with the business strategy, trying to figure out what the business is trying to do and aligning its programs and practices to help achieve those goals. Gotcha. Gotcha. Does that, does that makes a lot of sense. And what are some of the you know, benefits and improvements that you've seen with the modern HR initiatives and, and organizations that have implemented that successfully? Yeah, well, I think, first of all, you see improved retention. Um, and even in the great resignation, companies that have modern HR and are focused on doing the right things for the employees, you know, making the right decisions, what's happened there is their, their turnover is less, right? And they're getting more from their employees. And they're, they're also um, making adjustments to the working environment now and thinking about what does the future of work look like? So they're doing the right things for their employees and they're balancing that with their business needs. And so I think the biggest thing that we see in modern HR is companies are able to achieve their goals, right? They have high glass door ratings. They're looked at as an employer of choice and attractive place to work. When you go to their glass door, you see, you know, you're immediately compelled to, 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 to want to join them because you see yourself there. You see how caring and how um, energized and engaged um, their, their folks are and the types of reviews that are coming out. So uh, I think it makes a huge difference. Um, we were all caught off guard two years ago with the pandemic, and I think companies that had modern HR went to their modern went, went to their HR leader and said, "Okay, how do we make this work for everyone? Right? How do we make sure we're letting employees take care of all their needs, um, it, whether it's you know their 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 um, caregiving needs, uh, their personal needs." their and their ability to to continue to operate effectively in this new environment where they have so many constraints and i think modern mm -hmm. hr was just better positioned to manage that transition from maybe an in-office environment to or an in-person environment to a remote environment because they were already working on you know they first of all they already had a culture because they were intentional about it and then they they were already thinking about well how do we take this culture now and bring it into a remote environment. Like, how do we make that work? Whereas a lot of companies, the culture was unintentional, right? It just happened because we were all together. And so when you try to take that and recreate it in a remote environment, it didn't have the, the tenants in place to be able to do that. So I think right. that's why a lot of companies scrambled and reverted to things like virtual happy hours, which I don't think anybody wants to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how that was such a big thing, right? And when yeah. we started and all these companies were like, yeah, we're doing virtual happy hour. Now it's kind of like, no, no, no. I'm, I drink enough on my own time. <laughs> <laughs>
yeah, sales of alcohol and alcohol consumption have gone up quite a bit <laughs> during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, when you're working with your clients or partners, right, and, and, and uh, you know, I assume one of the first things that you would do is kind of like take stock on where things are, right? And, and what are some of the common gaps or mistakes or areas of improvement that you see when you are, you know, working with an organization that perhaps has a bit of a more traditional HR mindset? Yeah, uh, well, the first gap is that HR tends to be very administrative, right? They tend to focus mm, right. on payroll benefits, and that that seems to be their predominant um, kind of focus area or, or compliance. That's the other thing I see, right? Like they start from a place of compliance. And my, don't get me wrong, compliance is important, and it's something that we need to manage, but it can't be the sole focus point of how you run HR, right? It needs to be I believe that when you do the right things from a culture perspective, compliance follows, right? If you're doing compliance is designed for you to treat people with the right way and making sure that you're fair and consistent. So if you bring that into your culture, a lot of times compliance follows. So I tend to find organizations that haven't even thought about like my external market presence or what is mm -hmm. my glass door review? Like one of the biggest things that we see is uh, a company that doesn't even have, isn't even an engaged employer on Glassdoor or has a low Glassdoor rating because they haven't been managing it effectively. It's no different than uh, a consumer company that has to manage their Yelp reviews, right? Or their Google right. reviews. It's the same thing. So, um, and, and oftentimes we find that there's a leader who's really looking for that strategic business partner to work with him alongside and be that executive coach, the leadership team. But, you know, either the leader doesn't know how to ask that of his HR person or doesn't know how to equip his HR person to do that. Um, we also find high turnover and just uh, kind of a lack of connection between what the business is trying to do and wh where HR sits. And so mm. those are a lot of the common attributes that, that we see. And um, uh, what I look for when I take on a client is making sure that the leader really believes that HR can be that strategic function and is ready to embrace HR as that function. Because it, it, and I, I think I shared with you before we started recording that sometimes I end up coaching both the CEO and the HR leader because there's opportunities on both sides to improve that relationship and strengthen it and, and make sure that we're setting the leader, the HR leader up to practice modern HR. Yeah, yeah, makes sense, makes sense. So when you're, you know, when you're helping these organizations and organizations themselves are implementing these initiatives to create a more modern HR uh, mindset and process and program, what are some of the biggest obstacles that you've seen them face? Yeah, so, I mean, I think sometimes it's, it's not having an HR leader. So I think they, they bring in an HR manager who's probably very good at the day-to-day -day operations, gotcha. but doesn't know how to uh, really take on that strategic role. I think the other thing that happens is a lot of leaders say they want a strategic chief people officer, and then they, they bring somebody in and they don't set them up for success. So like, they're like, I need to hire a chief people officer, and they're going to be in charge of recruiting and uh, compliance and learning and coaching our executives, they come up with this list of things that is impossible for any one person to do. And then <laughs> the HR leader comes in. And, and I, I use the example with leaders all the time of you wouldn't hire a finance leader and ask them to do your account. You wouldn't hire a CFO and ask them to do your accounting, right? Your hands on accounting. Everybody outsources accounting. So why are you hiring an HR person 
that, that you're expecting to coach and guide and lead you and do the org design and then asking them to do hands-on recruiting, right? Like, you know, I think it's a combination of leaders understanding how to make HR successful, but also HR leaders coming in with the gravitas and influence to say, yeah, I'm here to help you do all these strategic things and I'm going to find the right partners to help you outsource all of these other things. So it's, it's really about setting up that role for success. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. That that makes a lot of sense. And we've seen that in other organizations as well. So it definitely resonates. I mean, those are all the big questions that I've had. You know, one last kind of fun question for you is, you know, during COVID, a lot of, you know, small organizations were, of course, hit, right, with, you know, especially on the retail side. Any great organizations that you've worked with in the last two years or so that you want to give a quick shout out to? Um, I I always keep my uh, clients, I, I preserve their confidentiality, obviously, but I have worked with a, with a lot of wonderful organizations over the last few years, uh, but mo- more on the emerging growth side. Um, I will say that every client that I've worked with have, has uh, you know reacted to the pandemic in the right way, showing a lot of great care uh, for the employees and continues to do so. And what's been most surprising to me is um, during that time, obviously as a, as a business owner, I was concerned for my own business, um, you know, everybody stuck with me and everybody was willing to experiment. All my clients were willing to experiment and figure out what works uh, in this environment for them. And we continue to experiment because, look, uh, we're nowhere out of the pandemic, as we <laughs> as we all know. So I would say that. And then just one other thing I wanted to add is I wrote a book during the pandemic and it came out last May. Uh, it's called The Comeback. It's a modern HR fictional novel, and it's the journey of an HR leader that transitions from traditional HR to modern HR, and it's available on Amazon, and it's the leader is helped by a coach who's loosely disguised as me. So I think it gives a really good, great flavor of how an organization can transition from traditional HR to modern HR. It, like I had all these stories and data points over the years that I'd gathered, but when I put it together in this narrative, it really helped people understand, okay, now I see and I get what I need to do. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if you're interested in that, uh, that's out there. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Anissa. Where can the audience find you and your thought leadership outside of your book? I have a website, uh, theloglab.net. It's T-H-E-L-O-G-L-A-B. Awesome. Well, everyone, thank you for listening to Working With People by PaveStep. Feel free to check out other episodes on pavestep.com slash podcast. Thank you. Thanks.